0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
1: The more muscle memory
0: that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hello.
2: Hi. What is your name? Juniper. Juniper. What's up, Juniper? It's the gecko guy.
0: Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh my god. I'm literally getting fucking brisket sandwiches.
2: <laughs> you're getting brisket sandwiches? I, I, yes, I'm, no. in my head, I'm like, you're, I can, I can tell that, uh, the excitement that I sense from you over the phone is, is I significantly, don't. it's significantly more related to the brisket sandwiches than it is to being on this phone call right now, and I am with you on that. I mean, I'm like, I'm vicariously excited about the brisket sandwiches, uh, yes uh, and uh, no. through you. <laughs> Um, Juniper, oh what's going God. on, dude?
0: Um, well, right now I can't find my husband's credit card.
2: <laughs> your husband, why is your husband paying for the br- the brisket sandwiches?
0: Um, because he's nice.
2: That's good. That's a good reason. He's um, like,
0: he's like basically my sugar daddy. Well, that's, that's a Boston cool. nerd.
2: He's your brisket daddy.
0: <laughs> my brisket daddy. Yes. He's your
2: brisket daddy. That's cool. Um. <laughs> Damn, that fuck. I haven't eaten all day. I gotta. Maybe I'll get a brisket sandwich. No,
0: no. That's literally why we're getting brisket sandwiches right now, is because I also haven't eaten all day.
2: That's a. That's. I feel like you got. I don't know if a brisket sandwich is a good. Th- I'm no nutritionist, obviously, but I don't know if a brisket sandwich is a good way to start, right? Because, I mean, that's going to knock you on your fucking ass. Putting yeah, you putting know, barbecue sauce on um, it?
0: Well, obviously.
2: That's so cool. <laughs> uh. Well, June, June, Juniper.
0: Yeah, Junie.
2: Junie, Junie. Um, what's up, Junie? How you doing?
0: Um, I am functional.
2: That's a, bl- a blessing in in today's yes. universe. <laughs> um, well, Juniper, it says here you texted me you wanted to say, um, I own a bakery and I work as a phone sex operator while baking cakes.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, So I'm literally up until, like, the ass crack of dawn some days making cakes, right? Um, Because it's just me. Like, I I don't have, like, a staff or anything. It's just me. So, I don't know. I just kind of figured one day, I feel bad for the the dude who's making my sandwiches and getting my sides and shit right now. He's just having to hear half the phone call. It's fine. Um, but anyway, so yeah, no, I, since I'm like up in the odd hours of the night, I was just like, you know, uh, fuck it. We ball. Let's, let's make some extra cash on the side here. I did this in college, um, just for like shits and giggles and, you know, paid my rent pretty quickly and easily. And now here we are. So you're,
2: like, so you're, like, moaning into a phone while baking a Danish.
0: Yeah, deadass. Like, I have um, a Bluetooth headset. Like, I just have, like, a... Like a
2: <laughs> I, I have a really...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, a fancy headset because um, the HVAC system at the kitchen is really fucking loud. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not about to have, like, random dudes be like, why is there so much feedback? You know, because it's always, like, boomers and middle aged people. Not always. Mm-hmm. It depends on the day. But um
2: <laughs> so <laughs> but I um, I'm gonna take it do you make more money doing the phone sex or the or the baking?
0: Well, um I only started up doing that again like a week and a half ago. So jury's still out on that, but I'll 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 update you. Mm-hmm, Come back mm-hmm. to me in a month. <laughs> I and guess I'll the phone sex there's not analysis. a lot of
2: there's not a lot of uh overhead. Although I think if you're if right, you're a phone exactly. sex operator, you should be able to write your uh fucking uh phone plan off on your taxes.
0: Um shit, you're so right, but I'm also on my parents' phone plan.
2: Do they do they know what you're using it for?
0: No, no they have no idea.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Um that's cool, man. Uh, so, you, but you own your own bakery. How'd you get into doing that? That's pretty awesome.
0: Um, Yeah, I've been doing that for a minute now. So, I... Uh, how did I get into this? I don't know. I was just, like, always really like baking, and um, I'm, like, really fucking good at, you know, making cool shit with frosting. Um, and... I also have a full-time job that I fucking hate. So, you know.
2: So you have three stuff. gigs. You're doing the phone sex, you're doing the baking, and you have another job. What's your other job? I work in IT. Oh, okay. Um, lots of two phone call-related pursuits.
0: <laughs> Literally. No, I was like, I might as well do um, a job that doesn't make me want to kill myself at the end yeah. of the day, and then yeah. one that's like, way more entertaining.
2: Do you ever forget to turn off the phone sex voice when somebody calls you about their uh, computer not turning on?
0: I have not run into that issue at this point. Mm. <laughs> um, but I do occasionally forget to answer the call as my IT persona whenever right. I'm taking calls about the bakery.
2: Right, right. Oh, I th- okay, I thought you were going to be like... um you use your IT persona in the phone sex because that would also be funny.
0: No, oh man,
2: <laughs> um, um, oh man, that would not go well. Okay, so you're you're that you're doing a whole fucking hell of a lot, man. That's three good. Ga- and so you, how did you go about like starting this bakery? Like, is it a brick and mortar thing? Like, do you have a place? Like, you you have like a location in a in a, in a place.
0: Yeah, the brick-and-mortar place uh, started... So I actually moved into it in, like, August. I was baking out of my house for years. It sucked. It was messy. so Sorry if you heard that. I was thinking the, the brisket sa- that's guy. The sound,
2: that's the sound <laughs> of a bag of brisket sandwiches crumbling.
0: That is the sound of the brisket sandwiches. Hold on. Now, now we're going to traverse the parking lot, and it's cold and windy and shitty. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, nice. Do you, so like, is the goal to go full time on the baking? Is that, is that where the real passion yes. lies?
0: Yes. I am a creative girly. I, oh fuck. Okay, we're good. Hold on. Hold
2: on. You didn't, don't, please don't tell me you dropped one of the sandwiches.
0: <laughs> no, no. I almost lost, um, me. Blocked my car. There we go. Um, no, I almost lost some other stuff on my passenger seat trying to put the sandwiches on top of it so we're good
2: now okay so what is your bake your bakery what's the like big magnum opus dish what are you guys known for
0: so i mostly just do cakes but everything i make is dietary restriction friendly so like everything Mm -hmm. i make is vegan but then i'll do like i don't know i've been doing a lot of dye free stuff recently because people don't want to give their kids dyes which is i guess fair um but you know, gluten free, soy free, sugar free, etc.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, have you ever thought about like erotic cakes? That could be like mixing <laughs> of your two niches.
0: Um, I have done a few cakes that are not safe for work, for sure. I love those; those are my favorites.
2: Hmm. Um. Well, that's cool. Hmm. Is there any, th- there's like, I have so many, this is so this I know. Is such an interesting <laughs> trifecta of a life that you're living. Are you happy? Are you enjoying life? Or do you not? You yes. mentioned not wanting to kill yourself. Are you, how are you doing on that?
0: Oh, yeah, we're doing great. I'm on Hella Zoloft. And, um, you know, I also have a mood stabilizer because I have bipolar disorder. So fun stuff. That's
2: cool. This is, I don't know why I'm sharing this, but I was, I was thinking today, I was like, dude, if I died, I don't, it would take like, I think it would take a long time for anyone to like find me.
0: Rip, that was ah, fun. let's go back like to talking would... about cakes. <laughs> um, I feel like people would be like, "Yo, why the fuck is the GEC not uh, streaming?" And they would get concerned, you know.
2: Um, does the chat? Anyone in the chat have any questions for um, for for uh, Junie? Yeah. Someone asks, "How do you have three jobs and be neurodivergent?" I don't know if that's offensive, but I think I think they're <laughs> I think they're saying it in like an "Oh, I'm impressed" way. Uh, yeah, no. Well,
0: I'm also a wedding DJ, so what the fuck? But yeah,
2: you're, you're also how many how many fucking jobs do you have? You're like a Renaissance lady of Missouri.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm a model part time bonus.
2: You're a model wedding DJ, phone sex operator, baker IT person. Yes. Uh, What does your husband think of the phone sex gig?
0: Uh, He didn't care.
2: (laughs) What is your best. He gets
0: annoyed because, like, he gets annoyed mostly because the calls will, like, interrupt my life or whatever occasionally so like you know we'll be watching a movie like on the couch and then i'll be like hey i'm gonna go take this and he'll be like fuck don't make the monies but also fuck you
2: yeah he he probably thinks he's probably like damn she's on the phone she's probably he probably thinks right now that that uh the brisket sandwiches are late because of a phone sex thing
0: oh god i forgot he was waiting on the sandwiches
2: nah fuck him let's keep doing that. <laughs> what, what's your best phone call story that's what someone asked Um... Best or strangest?
0: Strangest. Hmm. You know, I've had... I'm still thinking about this one from the other day. Because, um... I don't know. This this one was just so wild. Because it was so out of the blue. I forgot I was even in, like, the phone sex queue. Because I was just, like, doing my own thing. Like, I was, like, listening to the podcast and baking cake. I was just, like, in the zone. And it was 2.17 in the morning. And... I get a call, and it's this dude, and I shit you not, the call, like, ended almost as fast as it started. Like, he was he was literally, like, just jerking off two pictures of my tits and telling me that he liked my tits, and I was just like, oh, yeah, you like my tits, and that, that was it. Like, he came almost instantly, and uh, and now I wake up every other day to him just sending me money. He'll be like, I hope you have a good day. Here's five bucks.
2: That's cool. Damn you! you Wait, so you 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 just all you hit him with was a yeah you like my tits and that did the job.
0: Yeah, literally. That's pretty cool. It was the most bizarre thing. I loved it, but also Uh, I was just like.
2: (laughs) Has anyone from (laughs) real life called your sex line?
0: Not that I know of. They did. Um, They used a fake name.
2: What is the most common fantasy from phone sex that you've that you've seen?
0: I haven't really had any like I guess the the common like fantasy is that the person that they're talking to is their girlfriend or okay. someone that they're going out on dates with consistently and often. i have I have a couple people. Like I said, I literally just started doing this up, up again like a week and a half ago um and I already have a couple people who are just like we have an emotional relationship
2: Probably are, you getting, are you getting calls from London?
0: No oh God no I, I
2: just, okay because you did a little like a British accent there emphasis. just now
0: I don't know it's, I do that sometimes where I'm just like I don't know uh I don't know it's not it's, it's almost like for emphasis or just like bleh, like, extra oops, i guess i don't know <laughs> but i do that sometimes sorry
2: um let me see if there's one last no one's ever phone acknowledged call. that
0: before there's also a facial expression that goes with it
2: well look a lot of people in the chat they're saying you're an inspiration and um, i agree uh-huh. i think i think that's 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 your you're a modern day uh, renaissance woman uh, you're 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 you know you're 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 the woman living the busy the busy life you're like, uh, what's-her-face? Uh, Jennifer whatever. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But um, I hope that you continue <laughs> to not want to die. I hope that you continue. Uh, you're living the Abraham Lincoln vision of whatever you are, be a good one. Um, so keep keep rocking in the free world, Junie. Is there anything else that you uh, wanted to, to say or, or, or about any of these gigs or about life or anything anything at all that we that we didn't we didn't cover. I feel like there's I don't know are you hiding a sixth job? Are you a uh, uh, in the oh, military wow. too? What do you what's what's up? Hit no,
0: us No, no, fuck the military. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Absolutely fuck that noise. No, um I guess if anybody wants to try and search through the the massive wave of phone sex operators. I'm on night flirt.
2: <laughs> what is night flirt?
0: That's the service that I go through.
2: There, like, was a couple people in the chat being like, "So, uh not just asking for a friend. If uh, anyone if you wanted to let us know where, you can plug if you want." On, night
0: flirts, N I T E flirts.
2: Um. Well, uh, Junie, hit me up.
0: Good you luck, my bitches.
2: Enjoy your brisket sandwiches. You've earned them. And right. uh, I will... I will... I will uh, I w- I will pray for you.
0: Oh, my God. Thank you. I
2: love you, Bye, Jack. Jenny. Bye. I bet I, I... You know... Well, you know, it's funny. I went to... Um. So I went to AVN like a year ago. And I interviewed this guy who like... He's a straight dude. But like, he'll do like sex work stuff for gay guys and it's like I do one I'm like I don't I wouldn't do it myself not I don't think there's anything wrong with it but I, 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 I have wondered before I'm like how far could I get just doing and I wouldn't talk in a sexy voice I would just I would do phone sex in the voice that I am talking in right now like how far could I get being like I want to touch your penis yes that is, a, that is a mighty fine penis, it sounds like you have there, sir. Like, could I make $15 doing that? I don't know. Maybe maybe one day we'll fo- Wait, If people stop listening to this podcast, that's what I'll do. Hey folks, this is Lyle. I am very excited to announce that I am going back on tour in 2024 to do Therapy Gecko Live all across the country. If you've never been to one of my live shows before, they're basically like giant- group gecko therapy sessions where people from the audience come on stage to talk to a gecko about whatever they want just like we do right here on the podcast plus i mix in a few stories and presentations and little tidbits from my own life tickets are available right now at therapygeckotour.com or you can find the link in the episode description. I'm announcing many more cities in the second half of the year, but right now, tickets are on sale for Phoenix, Arizona, Louisville, Kentucky, St. Louis, Missouri, Orlando, Florida, Tampa, Florida, Miami, Florida, Boston, Massachusetts, Denver, Colorado, Syracuse, New York, Albany, New York, Hartford, Connecticut, Las Vegas, Nevada, Salt Lake City, Utah, Nashville, Tennessee, Huntsville, Alabama, Chicago, Illinois, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, San Jose, California, San Francisco, California, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. And you can get tickets for all of those cities at therapygeckotour.com. If you didn't hear me say your city, you can still go to the link and hit the RSVP button to get notified for when I do come to your city in the second half of the year. This is my third tour so far, and I think it's going to be sick. So I hope to see you there. Thanks. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house, you don't need to sit in traffic, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting betterhelp.com gecko today to get 10% off your first month America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, PrizePix graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high-interest savings account. Just kidding! I used it to buy candy, and you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code Gecko for a first deposit match of up to one hundred dollars. That's the code Gecko for a first deposit match of up to hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Call from Gage. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up, man?
3: Hey, my is this the Gecko?
2: Yeah, is this Gage?
3: Oh, yeah, sweet. Sweet, I'm on. Oh, my gosh. So, Gage, what's up,
2: man? How's life?
3: Pretty good. Pretty dang good. You know, I made a pretty big move recently. I cannot lie. I moved from uh, California to Louisiana.
2: That's not that big of a move. I thought you were going to say you moved from California to, like, Uzbekistan or something. That would be a big move. (laughs) uh, California to... Illinois or wherever you just said—that's not that bad. There's still, I mean, every I'm state is the same. Orleans. I've been to I've been to most of the states. I've been to all of them, but I've been to most of them, and uh, they all are the same. I'm sorry. Well, maybe not exactly the same, but they all have the same gist. There's a 7-Eleven. There's people walking lot. around. There's. Yeah, uh, eh, uh, sure, sure, okay. <laughs> Well, Gage, um, go ahead. Louisiana has
0: gotten
3: a very, uh, happy vibe. Well, you know, being in the South, I guess I have not experienced the South too much. Anybody on the West Coast, I would highly suggest just getting out, just traveling. I think that's what you got to do.
2: Experience some of the states. Um, where did you move? Why did you move from California to Louisiana?
3: We can get, oh, we can get pretty deep into this, but uh, I'll just give you the gist of it. I was just paying a lot of rent. Uh, as soon as I turned 18, my brother was having me pay like a thousand a month. Um, and that was like covering everything. Uh, we're talking rent, electricity. Um, but during that year, like to two years, there was like on and off where I didn't have Wi-Fi. During the summer, I didn't have AC and what really happened what really went down is one year my brother got a girlfriend right completely like completely blindsided me and decided to go on a trip to uh like las vegas with his girlfriend and they went and they got married and like when he came home he's like hey this is your new sister-in-law and i'm like what what in the world like My whole my whole world kind of got turned upside down. She was living with us for a couple years, so it was it was wild. But um, do
2: you not like this person?
3: Well, she just uh, she was so new in my life. You know, she wasn't. She like came in my life for like a week, and then she was permanently there. She was very childish. She had like a lot of uh, what's the word? Just childish behaviors you know she uh she wouldn't talk to me that much it was very strange but i'm gonna get i'm gonna cut down this is gonna get real serious because i don't think i've heard anyone speak about this but what happened was my my brother and his girlfriend they had a child together and they they went through the whole thing right having a child staying up late changing diapers arguing all night like arguing yelling with a baby in their hands type shit. So, it got bad. And what happened one night was I was off at a friend's house. I came home, I pull up into my driveway, and there's like, well, I'm getting like shakiness in my voice. There's like two cop cars in front of my driveway. I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" And they're like, "Hey, you need to call your brother. You need to call someone. You don't know what's going on?" And I'm like, "No, no idea." So, I call my brother. He talks to me on the phone. He's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry you guys hear this, but your little sister just passed away. Like, I'm at the hospital right now with Rose. We're trying to figure out what happened. And I, I'm just completely blown away. I, like, pull over to the side of the road. I'm, like, breathing heavy. I'm just like, whoa. Like, this is my brother's first kid. And I was, oh, shit, I was one of my 20 now. So I was, like, 19. So it was just heavy on me. And... So I, I stayed with my other brother, who lived in San Diego, also, for a minute, just uh, no, a week, just to give him some space. Him well, and his hold, wife.
2: Hold on, when, 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 one second here, man. Yep. You said your 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 niece passed away. When you you said little sister, you yeah. mean was it your your niece?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm a my niece. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. That's that's wild, man. Do you do you know what happened?
3: Uh, it was SIDS, Sudden Infant um, Death Syndrome. It's just...
2: Oh, my it, God. It,
3: yeah. Something where she might have choked on the blanket or on and spit or something.
2: Oh, my God.
3: Yeah. So it was one of those just random, horrific accidents that happened. hmm And, um... So, yeah, I was living with my other brother for a week, and I had to take some time off. But once I came back him and his wife, there's like a, I don't know the whole thing, but there's like a a rate of of divorce that happens when the baby passes away. They're they're they're, they're either going to stay together or they're not. And so they decided to split up. And it was was so hard on my brother. Uh, He was like such a strong, it's like, you know, that cliche of a man who never shows his feelings, who always is very, um,
2: what's the word here? he's uh, closed mecha- yeah Reser- closed. Reserved. he's very mechanical, Reserved. Yeah, he's yeah, very mechanical.
3: He, he likes yeah. to think things in a logical way that's what i was like before he's very logical so he, like mm-hmm. when feelings are involved he's very closed off he doesn't open up so that was like having him cry in my arms as i held him like right. it just it shook me because he was always my rock and seeing my rock like waver and it was hard, but mm. dude, that was me in the crazy. Like that was one of the crazier parts. Like also, while they were in Las Vegas, I had to bail him out of jail. I had to pay like five hundred dollars to a bail court. It sounds as arrested.
2: though to me that um, I mean I'm I'm very sorry to hear what happened no, to your good. brother, but it, it does sound as though to me that the, that the, the relationship between them two. Uh, uh, Dissipating sounds like it was for the best if they were fighting all the time
3: no, yeah, it, it definitely was for the best, but it was one of those things it affected me when I didn't mm-hmm. think it would And I kept telling myself this, this doesn't affect me. I'm strong. You know I'm, It's not my relationship, but when when they're arguing every night and like He would he would get like violent, but he never like would hit her He would like push her maybe like for some reason lay on top of her like take her keys like one time he's a mechanic, right? So he took off the the wheel off her car so she couldn't leave the house. Like just like really Jesus weird, kind of messed up shit. That like it kind of doesn't seem messed up, but it is kind of fucked up. So.
2: Isn't that like fault that's like false imprisonment? Right? <laughs> maybe,
3: maybe, I don't know.
2: Well, sure. anyway, I'm not a lawyer <laughs> gecko, I'm a gecko gecko. Um <laughs> so Gage you i mean your brother is in this crazy toxic relationship this horrible thing happens and then you you're like yeah. i'm just I'm, i got to just get the fuck out of here and move somewhere else
3: yeah so uh the family in louisiana in uh, new orleans actually they um i helped them move here 2 years prior to this all happening because uh, they're living in san diego too but it was it's so expensive in california right now with the gas prices property taxes and all that so Yeah, they moved out here and they have like a nice like two-story house and some pond and you know backyard and stuff and like while they were moving they kept trying to ask me because I've always been moving around between my brothers and living with like other people that they're like hey you should come live with us like we have a family already because they have an adopted family they took me in and it's been it's been really nice I mean having to work straight from moving has been a little tough because I had to start this construction job uh, like a weekend but it's really good money I'm making 20 dollars an hour uh, and I'm working five days a week so I can't complain really that's a lot better than what other people have out here
2: so um, all right so you moved from California to Louisiana you got your construction site job do you have any friends out there like what are you, do you have a good community?
3: No, not really. I don't have any friends because I just haven't built anything. I haven't gone to any school. Uh, All the guys I'm working with are like 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, Mm -hmm. construction job guys. So I'm just kind of loaning it. Um, I got some family coming over for Christmas in a little bit. But other than that, I think it's just been uh, just kind of loaning it.
2: Why'd you pick Louisiana of of all places in the entire world? how so many
3: people are telling me this It's just cause I didn't have to pay rent. I don't have to pay rent while I'm living with them right now
2: Oh, okay All right, so you're living with your you're living with your extended family
3: yeah, yeah they're they're like adopted family right they adopted okay. I'm not related to them at all through blood
2: okay so, are you uh um... yeah, just need... Are, are you? Are you? Do you? Do, what are your? What are your plans moving forward? Are you going to leave Louisiana?
4: Yeah, I
3: haven't. I wanted to try it out. You know, I think maybe see. Like, if you're going to stay here anywhere or stay any place, you got to at least maybe be there for a year or two. But mm-hmm. I've heard. I heard the heat is, is intolerable sometimes, and you're just sweating like it's that different type of southern heat. I don't know if you've experienced that guy. I, I got to experience a little bit when I came out here in July. Mm. It was hot. you can't escape you you can get wet, but it still clings back on you.
2: So do you still um, are you still in contact with your brother at all? Do you still talk to him?
3: Nah, I cut off communication just because it was just too much. it was uh I just didn't feel like it I' I, just didn't, I felt like he could contact me if you if he wanted to you know mm. but I, you know I got a crazier one for you gek. Uh, Crazy one I've to tell you for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, this is, is... Wait, uh,
2: <laughs> this, is, this isn't even what you wanted to talk about?
3: <laughs> I mean, that was sort of what I wanted to talk about, but I, this is what I've originally been calling for.
2: Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead.
3: All right, all right. So, I'm originally from South Dakota. I was born on the reservation as a little uh, Native American boy. My, my last name... I don't think anyone cares. My last name is Bad Heart Bull. So, it's like three words, and my whole life, everyone's been like... Oh, you have such a cool last name, blah, blah, blah. And so, in South Dakota, I was living with my mom and dad, right? My dad, he was just kind of like an alcoholic Native American guy. Like, he didn't have a real job. And it got to the point where he was, like, abusing my mom too much to where my mom said, "Okay, I got to get my little boy out of here. So she decided to take a bus from South Dakota all the way down to San Diego. And that story was like, well, it wasn't too crazy, but we just lost our stuff halfway in Colorado, we were homeless for like a week. And then a really, really nice Samaritan actually uh, with food stamps, he got us food and the rest of our ticket back to California. But um, I lost my Game Boy on the way, so that kind of sucks. But uh, on the way, once we got to California, right, I didn't know this, but I had other brothers Uh, growing up. I I was just me and my mom and dad, and I didn't know. But once we got there, my mom had to take a cab from downtown San Diego to like inland. so There's like a hundred dollar cab fare. And we show up to the house and my brother's not there, but all his roommates are. And his roommates have never met my mom, don't know what I look like. And they're just they're like confused as shit. So they call the cops. And the cops get there and my mom, she's schizophrenic and diabetic. And when we lost all our stuff, she also lost all of her medication. So she was kind of in and out with episodes. She had like schizophrenic episodes and she just didn't know where she was or just, I don't even know how we got there to be honest. But I ended up falling asleep in the back of that cop car because I was just so tired. I had no I had flip-flops on, some shorts, a tank top and uh I woke up um and then we were in the hospital with my mom cuz she was getting medication. That's when I met my my brother for the first time. And so my brother his name's Nate. Uh he he's the one who ended up in custody of me once my mom left cuz he's he saw my mom and he knew that she couldn't take care of me. So it was just that time. Uh
2: Gek, i love
3: you man uh, i might have to end it short
2: here though well gauge if you gotta go you gotta go uh thanks for telling us about all this stuff and uh good luck to you in the future man i'm sorry that your life has been filled with so much crazy stuff at such a young age but um you know keep keep on geck you seem like a nice sweet guy i think <laughs> hopefully you've you've uh paid your metaphysical dues to this universe and it'll uh, reward you at some point i think it will
3: i hope so Gek. i sure hope so i'm gonna keep keep on going you know try to spread the positivity and mm-hmm. keep going really that's all you can do man take every day as a another chance to keep fighting for what's right all
2: right well take care gage thank you
3: all right thank you Gag. have a good one
2: Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. FunLove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff, if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hey, who's this?
1: Chuck, how are you?
2: Chuck, what's going on, man? How you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you?
2: Uh I'm actually doing pretty okay right now, man. Um, What'd you want to talk about today?
1: Yeah, I wanted to talk about how I got a guy out of jail that was wrongly convicted of murder.
2: Wow! What are you a? Uh, uh, how'd you do that? What are you? Are you a, a, a cop? Are you a lawyer? Are you? Dude,
1: dude, listen to this. I was a. I was an intern. It was. It was literally. It was literally crazy. I was an intern.
2: Tell me more.
1: Yeah, man. So. I was interning at this law firm law because firm, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer, right? And they just had me do, like, paperwork and shit, and then one day, some dude sent in a letter about how he was in jail for this murder he didn't commit, and they took the case on pro bono and were like, yeah, bro, you're here, so, like, you might as well help out with the case. And I was like, <laughs> I was like okay, cool. So, yeah, like, had to, like, meet this dude in prison and, like, look at all the autopsy pictures and, like, all this crazy shit.
2: Wow. Well, so he was wrongly accused of murder.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Um...
1: Dude, so, so, like, the story is that they robbed a Taco Bell and then, like, murdered this woman. But it was the guy that was with him. But the, like, police department was corrupt and the lady who was interrogating the guy who actually did it sucked the dude's dick in the interrogation room what and then yeah and then the police department didn't want to like have that like have like that press out so they um like convicted the guy who was wrongly imprisoned so like that press didn't get out
2: wait a minute minute, okay Who, who sucked whose dick in the interrogation room
1: all right uh like the interrogator Sucked the person who's like, who actually did it. He confessed in the interrogation room. The interrogator said, this is the last piece of ass you're ever going to get. suck his dick. And it was the granddaughter of, like, the chief of police.
2: Dude, you're bullshit. There's no way that
1: happened. No, dude. Dude, straight up. So, like, they convicted the guy who actually went to jail, which was his buddy that was, like, with him.
2: Okay, all right. I'm going to try to, all right, I'm going to explain this, uh from how I understand it. So a guy murders someone. Right. And then he gets interrogated and the interrogator says, you're going to jail and this is the last piece of ass you're going to get and then sucks his dick and then because the police didn't want the press of that coming out, they let the guy go and imprisoned someone else.
1: Yeah, because it was the interrogator was the police chief's daughter, and it was like obviously when I was working on it, it was like fifteen, it was it was like 15, 20 years, um, so it was all like really shitty recordings and
2: so this happened the, in like it, the two thousands.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the, all the recordings are really bad and really choppy, and the the recordings got put into evidence. Like four days after they were recorded, so they actually altered it so you couldn't hear anything with the interrogation.
2: Well, god damn, um, dude,
1: yeah, it was cool. I mean, that's the it
2: was but. it was cool. Okay, <laughs> that, did um, <laughs> like, did did it ever it come good. out? The did the story ever come out?
1: So what, I mean, once he got out, he was kind of just like he. So he had a daughter. So he's in jail for twenty years. So I had to teach him how to use like. An email, like, how to make an email. Okay, well, well what happened talk. to the
2: guy who got a blowjob? Did he go to jail?
1: No, nothing. Because he was already tried. I mean, from what I understand, I guess that was an intern. But, yeah, he didn't go to jail. He didn't have any DNA evidence because they didn't have anything on him because, obviously, they altered the voice recordings and shit.
2: That's fucking bizarre, man. Dude, wow, that is that crazy? Qu- wow, qu- uh, what a summer internship.
1: Dude, I literally, yeah, I was like... Nineteen, like doing
2: all this crazy shit. I didn't know
1: what I was doing. What are you doing now? Uh, I work in sales
2: now. Okay. I yeah. have, I'm still having trouble. And I, I, I don't. I uh, all right, all right. I know Lyle, people. Say, I, I I know I know people say all kinds of outlandish things on here, and I typically believe them. But this one, I'm I'm not. i Lyle, I'm, I wouldn't. I ahead. wouldn't lie to
1: you.
2: I don't think you would lie to me.
1: Lyle, hear me out. So. Yeah, dude, the whole thing was crazy, but the uh, the part about, um, like, the interrogator and stuff, like, the issue is, too, like, everyone's dead now. Like, the chief of police is dead. The cops that arrested him, de- they're dead. So, like, there's not really any, besides some choppy voice recordings and what he said, there's not really any, like, any way to prove it, which is why he's not in jail.
2: Um, well, shit, man, what do you sell now?
1: Um, I sell TV ads.
2: You sell TV ads? It's so much more boring than what you just described to me.
1: Dude, so much more boring.
2: Um, are you, do you like life?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I saw you in Charlotte, that was pretty lit.
2: Oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was lit. That was a good time. Oh, I'm so happy that everyone. I'm so happy that every the callers are organically mentioning my live shows so that I can, um, get people to buy tickets to them. Um, that's cool, man. That's cool.
1: Yuck, how are you?
2: How am I? Um. Yeah. I'm, I, bro, I'm. Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm like. A little, uh, I don't know. I feel we. I feel weird airing my shit. It's so weird because, like, I, I, have been thinking about this a lot. I feel it makes me like when I talk about things that are wrong that are going on with me in my personal life. I, I, I am like, oh, I'm like putting myself out there, and maybe I'll regret yeah. that one day. But I don't like part of me, to my core, is like I should be open about my life like what do i have to who gives a shit so what like i you know what am i so people know that i'm a little sad you know what does that affect me negative or people can use that against me i don't know i what's the point of hiding or maybe it just feels weird to me to like use this podcast as my personal therapy but I, maybe that's helpful to people who are listening and that's worthwhile yeah. reason to do it, so... So, I don't know. I'm also... I'm, I'm, I'm neurotic about it, but, uh... I'm, I'm, I'm you know... Uh... I'm, I don't know. I think I'm being a baby, to be honest. I think I think when all's said and done... I was on Reddit uh, yesterday. I was, like, really depressed yesterday. And then I went on Reddit and I saw this, um... Uh... uh post about, uh... This, this guy who just got put in a wheelchair and, um, I, I was reading it and I was like, Oh, I'm fine. You know what I mean? I'm just being a baby, right? Like nothing close to any of the worst possible things that could happen to me. Like, like a serious injury or death of the family or, or, or sickness has happened to me. And, uh, yeah, I'm fine. Whatever, you know. I think I'm being a baby. I mean,
1: I've seen a lot of really happy people in wheelchairs, Gak. <laughs>
2: um, I guess so. Yeah, I guess you. I guess you can still play basketball.
1: Yeah, ball out, do some tricks. Yeah, dude. I mean, you're allowed to be bummed out.
2: What does that mean, though? I don't like when people say like like when people say like it's okay to be sad. Like, what is that? That 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 doesn't mean any. What does that fucking well, mean? I mean, what does that fucking mean? What do you mean? It's okay to be sad. I'm what saying, that, that means nothing.
1: I'm saying like you don't have to compare yourself. Like just because you're on a podcast, like helping people out, you don't have to like be like, oh, this person has it worse than me. I'm not allowed to be bummed out.
2: No, no, but that's not. It's not about the reason I don't like the the phrase. It's okay to be sad, or like, because it's not about like. There's nothing. There, I don't I'm not I don't need permission from anyone to do any to do to feel feelings like I'm allowed to be allowed by who (laughs) by what force by what person by there's no I don't need permission to feel my feelings there's no uh, uh, organization or entity that I need a a stamp of approval on my emotions for that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking like when I talk about like, oh, there's uh, kids dying in the streets and people in wheelchairs and stuff, that's me thinking like, it's me trying to change my perspective and be grateful for the things in my life that are going well because that's all you ha- all you fucking have really is your perspective. Like the mind can make a hell out of of heaven and a heaven out of hell, right? Because like you could be li- you could be living in a really awesome life. I'm living a really on paper, cool life, but I'm, my perspective and my brain is like just downer. Um, Yeah. And that's, that's my, it's a function of my own perspective. And you could be, you could have uh, a shittier, you could have kind of a shitty life. I've talked to people who have like kind of shitty lives, but they're, they are just happy to be like alive at all. Like their perspective and their brain is good. And so that's what informs their state of being more than anything else, and so, like, I, I just I hate I hate the whole you're allowed to be that doesn't make any sense. It's like yeah. when people well I okay, I like I've been thinking about this a lot because this is I this is another Reddit thing like I read Am I the asshole? You know, you ever read Am I the yeah. asshole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like um, people talk people talk about like uh oh you're valid in your feelings right i guess i get i i guess i get what that means right you're saying like like you're saying like according to the normal baseline of w- what is considered rational by society and rational by the opinion of of other sane human beings am i rational in my feelings i you know that makes sense right that makes sense Yeah. Um, When I think about it like that, maybe that's maybe that's what allowed to be sad or uh, okay to feel away means. But I still, it still just makes me think of like some kind of like authority or something that I'm trying to appeal to, which doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it could
1: be worse. I mean, you could be imprisoned falsely for murder.
2: (laughs) Yeah, while while the (laughs) other guy uh, 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 gets a blowjob and runs away.
1: (laughs) I know. What a shitty deal, man.
2: Um, but yeah, I guess the time I feel good right now. Cause I'm, I'm, uh, uh, dressed kind of, I'm in a gecko suit, but I'm yep. alive and awake and speaking words and I'm not, uh, uh, yes, I woke up at, okay, but this is the last I'm going to talk about myself and then we'll take another call. But, um, this, I woke up at, in the middle of the night yesterday and went, to the bodega down the street from me and I I got a Yoohoo, and okay. uh I was like a crack addict. I like got a Yoohoo, and then I went <laughs> back and I drank it outside of the bodega and then I just would keep. Ki- I kept going in the bodega and back out. Like I went in and out and in and out, just like looking at the treats. Of course. And being like, should I get another treat? And I I I I didn't get another Yoohoo, but I wanted one. Um, I would stay up until five o'clock thing. in the morning watching Charlie and the Choco Factory, and um, <laughs> so that's how I'm doing. That's so that's my answer to your question. Okay, fair. Okay. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Yeah,
1: um, you judge yourself by your intent, and everybody else by their actions.
2: Ah ah yeah yeah that's true that's a very true one i could go on a whole rant about that but i won't we'll save it for another call take care buddy thank you very much for calling hello hi who is this
4: this is wendy
2: how old are you wendy
4: i am 21
2: rock and roll wendy 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 what's going on wendy how's life (laughs)
4: Well, it's been a bit stressful. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I've been hiding my relationship with my boyfriend from my dad for almost five years. And okay. I'm afraid to tell him.
2: Why have you been hiding your, this relationship?
4: Well, my dad, he's kind of like, He's very, very strict, and, well, he doesn't let us go out anywhere. It all started when, I'm sorry, I'm a bit nervous.
2: (laughs) No, don't worry about it.
4: But when I was in high school in 2017, I met this guy, and we hit it off really well. And I started texting him, we started talking... And then in 2019, he asked me to be his girlfriend, so I said yes. And he was an hour away from me, and I used to sneak out, like...
2: Can I ask how old this guy him. was?
4: At the time, when I was 16, he was 18.
2: Okay. That's not that big of a deal. Um... Okay, and then, um... You've been keeping this from your dad because he's he's strict?
4: Yes. And he's also, like, ver- verbally abusive.
2: Um, do you live with him?
4: No, but he's in the process of moving out. And I am almost done with my college. I just have a year and nine months left. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid if I... Tell my dad that, hey, I'm moving out. You know, he's going to hold a grudge on me. And he's not going to want to communicate with me anymore.
2: Um, well, uh, well, listen. Um, okay, so you, you're, you're finishing up college very soon, you said? Yes. Okay. And uh, do you have a job lined up? Do you have a way to financially support yourself? I feel like I sound like Dave For now, Ramsey.
4: <laughs> For now, I only I work at a hotel. I'm a housekeeper.
2: Okay, great. Okay, so you have the means to move out of your dad's house. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And uh, look, here's the thing. If, if you're an adult and you're 21 um, and you, you're living with your dad uh, is making you, your life suck, um, I, I, I see why you would want to move. I mean, are you afraid that he, that he won't want to talk to you anymore if you move?
4: Yeah, cause there was, um, this thing happened between my sister and him. They had some kind of conflict. She's 19. And I guess I had like this huge argument, and my sister literally just walked out.
2: Okay. And then he
4: um, like cut communication off with her. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know your dad. I'm not gonna pretend like I know your dad, but um, t- like your your parents are not allowed to possess you. Um, especially when you're an adult, they're not allowed to possess you. They're not allowed to get. You know it's weird for them to get upset and um, weird when you go out and try to live your life I don't know why they do that I don't know why your dad's the way he is I'm not gonna pretend like I know about any of this shit but like um, you know your dad wanting to not talk to you because you are no longer under his uh, control financially and living in his house um, is his problem you know, I mean, you as an adult with a job uh, are, are endowed with the the privilege of living your own fucking life, you know, and um, I'm not going to tell you what to do, Wendy, but, um, you know, I, I think in general, it's probably a good idea to take advantage of that endowment and go live your own life.
4: What if he says no? Will I just keep my relationship a secret?
2: What if your dad says no to you moving out?
4: Yeah. Wendy, your dad? I don't, want him to hold a... I don't want him to hold a grudge against me. I want him to be at my wedding. If we ever get married.
2: Wendy, your dad can't say no to you moving out. You're an adult. Okay. Um, I'm sorry to hear about this, but uh, you know, I again, I, you know, dude, I wish you, I wish you luck in um, in trying to, um, you know, take control of your own life.
4: Should I just like? I think it's a worthy thing
2: to do. Tell him the truth.
4: Yeah, like everything at once.
2: Like, hey, Dad.
4: I've been hiding a four-year relationship, and I'm gonna move out.
2: These these are all go- these are good things, though, Wendy. And it's your dad's problem if he doesn't want to be happy for you. You're an adult. You have a job. You have a relationship that makes you happy, and you're gonna go out and be an independent human being. These are all good things, Wendy. I don't want you to be looking at them as bad. These are all good things. Um, I'm very, it makes me very, uh, uh, sorry to hear that your dad has caused you to frame them as bad. Um, but he, you, you, and, and, you know, you can't control what other people do, but, you know, at a certain point, I, I think you just kind of stand up to him and be like, you know, you're, you, you gotta go live your own life, Wendy. I'm like, I, these are, these are not bad things. These are not shameful things
4: you right. I'm just 12 tomorrow. Fuck
2: it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Good luck. And um, it'll probably be difficult at the beginning, but you know, as as you get older, I think it'll um be easier, and you'll be glad you did.
4: Yeah. Thank you, Gecko. I really appreciate it.
2: Of course. Have a good night, Wendy. Thank you, bye.